0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: Future talk. Future Talk with Al Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95.
2: Future Talk. Welcome back to Pulse 95. You're listening to Future Talk with myself, Hani Qais and Omnia Saleh. And it's a very special day in the studios right here in the city of Sharjah, the heart of Sharjah. Isn't that right, Omnia?
1: Yes, indeed. Because apart from our special guest today, today marks one year worth of Future Talk. It is the 365th episode. And I mean, it's only fair that we... To
2: do something special.
1: Exactly. Now, unusual now, guests. Now, Omnia, what, what
2: do we usually do? On Future Talk, what do we talk about?
1: Well, on Future Talk, we're discussing everything from artificial intelligence to the Internet of Things to robotics. And it only sounds fitting that on the 365th episode, we have an actual robot in the studios of Pulse95. Because of all the robots that were designed by our human will and vision, humanoid robots definitely have a special place. Because unlike all their other Oh, he's making his presence known, unlike all other A.I. companions. (laughs) These robots definitely are the closest to us human beings that we could possibly have. Uh, they're able to talk like us, walk like us, and even express a wide range of emotions. And today, Roboti, the robot guest that we have in our studios, is definitely going to show you just how similar uh, robots can be to human beings. And to tell us more about Roboti, uh, we have with us in the studios of Pulse95, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Mimis, And also joined with him is the project manager, Nabil Khanane, who is going to be Telling us all about the etiquette of speaking to a humanoid robot Why do many people tend to disrespect such robots um, But also about all the different types of uh, functions and jobs that humanoid robots can have in today's day and age
2: Welcome to the show Hello everyone Hello, hello guys It's a pleasure having you all And uh, Omnia, it's, it's a very interesting day I'm excited to get into conversation with Roboti
1: Yes, indeed Maybe he can give us a word or two
2: Hello
0: Robotic. Robot and this is Pulse95, the heart of Sharjah.
1: You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We, he, we definitely heard it here first. Um, and that's exactly why we're going to leave you with Can't Stop the Feeling. But we'll be right back on Pulse95. 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse95.
1: Future Talk, Future talk with Omial Al-Saleh and Hany Balkas on pulse ninety five.
0: future talk hey there you're listening to future talk on pulse 95 radio and i am your co-host Primabot, the service robot. how are you doing honey and omnia
2: <laughs> we're doing great thank you Roboti, for the introduction on today's show we are very excited to meet you
1: aren't we honestly I'm very glad to meet you as well
2: <laughs> that's great
1: it's definitely interesting to have a conversation with a robot but little do people know he actually or yeah he is a he today right um he does have a lot to share so what's the weather like today Robotti?
2: what's the weather like today roboti
0: the temperature now is 25 degrees broken clouds Ooh. you know
1: Good weather is where Pulse 95 is. Ooh, Ooh
2: that's nice. He also Basically, not, he said he,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually knows how to play with words, honey. I, I, I,
2: I like I him think already. you're absolutely right. Oh, thank you.
0: I love to dance. Can I love to dance as want? well. <laughs> He'll dance for you. Ooh, Don't dance.
1: Okay, <laughs> not now. Maybe in a little bit. I think he's enjoying the beats uh, a bit too much. But uh, can you tell us a joke, Robati?
2: Can you tell us a joke, Robati?
0: I had a terrible dream of a dystopian future where robots controlled every aspect of our lives. Luckily, I was awakened by my Tesla.
2: (laughs) So look at the future of that. A robot is being driven by an autonomous car, a Tesla.
1: Quite literally. And he's making jokes about it. But uh, Roboti is Have a wonderful day. Thank you. It is a wonderful day because we have you. Um, but not only can he tell jokes and tell us what the weather is like, but he can also inform us about a few outbreaks that are happening in the world. One of them being the coronavirus.
2: Yeah, robot, do you have any idea about the coronavirus?
0: Dog eats dog and robot love people. Yes.
2: All right. Do you have any idea about the coronavirus? I'm not a
0: doctor. But my advice to you if you feel the common signs of infection include respiratory symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath, and breathing difficulties, please make sure that you visit a doctor for a checkup. Standard recommendations to prevent infection spread include regular hand washing, covering mouth and nose when coughing and sneezing, thoroughly cooking meat and eggs. Avoid close contact with anyone showing symptoms of respiratory illness, such as coughing and
2: sneezing. Thank you for informing us, Roboti.
1: I mean, honestly, he is being deployed in... i u- delighted
2: to hear <laughs> kind words. <laughs> kind words come well, from you actually he,
1: and he's also very polite um, the interesting thing about him is actually he's being deployed in in New York on the Times Square to give people a different advice about how can they protect themselves from the coronavirus. but to tell us more about uh, this humanoid bot we have with us in the studios of Pulse95 uh, the director of robotic generation mr. Sergey Mimas and the project manager Nabil Khanani. can you tell us a little bit about what is a humanoid bot what makes them so different from their other AI companions.
3: Uh, so, first of all, like humanoid, uh, the name of the humanoid robot is Talk itself, actually. So, the robot is a uh, humanoid robot, it's the robot. Which is looks maximum as a human actually. Mm. Uh, so this is the this is I think. Yeah,
2: he looks pretty big. He looks like he works out. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. muscles. Um, I, I mean, uh, how much? How much does he weigh? You told me
3: around 100 and. Uh, actually like 160 uh, something he, kg. That, he's, a pr- he's a pretty big guy. Oh, he a, is he's very a fat, <laughs> very muscled. Yeah, yeah. and see no fat.
1: No fat? <laughs> Are we sure about? Honestly, I apps, mean, steel steel apps. oh, <laughs> he has some steel abs. Um, but as you mentioned, what makes humanoid bots very uh, special is the fact that they resemble us human beings as much as possible. Um, how many facial expressions can Roboti mimic?
3: Oh, so he can uh, express uh, sad. He can uh, laugh. Uh, he can smile. Yeah, he can. Uh, uh, wonder actually uh, so uh, be said I say it already mm-hmm. so it depends how human behave to him how the human talk to them uh, t- uh, to the robot so accordingly that so his reply like either just if you asking him like as you see now uh, to say a joke so he was smiling on that mm-hmm. uh, and uh, one uh, important motion in my opinion of the robot this is motion of the love uh, especially uh, when robots see the ladies uh, he's showing the hearts and Charismatic he's, he's a charismatic al- guy
1: You know he's also He can get shy When we first met <laughs> Sounds like I'm meeting my husband For the first time But when we first met He actually would The way his he's eyes He's nodding
2: his head by the way Oh wow yes.
1: The way his eyes were moving It's like he's moving up and down His The sides of his head turned yellow um, And Nabid actually told me That he was a bit shy Yeah So it's quite interesting But what do the different colors That are surrounding his head mean?
3: Uh, That's just to show the interaction that Mm. the robot, uh, to express that the robot uh, think about something or there is a process of the uh, voice recognition, actually, it's just to help the interaction.
2: Now, now when building a robot or a humanoid is the most, the hardest part, the programming, the build structure. What goes
3: through the process of building a humanoid robot? Oh, actually, here is, uh, we can say that it's a collaboration between the mechanical parts and uh, hardware parts and software parts. We cannot say that something is more important uh, than... uh, They all all fall in one place. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, let's suppose... uh, uh, whatever advanced motors or uh, some uh, uh, parts uh, hardware parts you will have on the robot but it needs uh, software support to mm. uh, communicate each other mm-hmm. uh, yeah so just we cannot say it's like 5050 it's combination it should work together and come Every, everything complements itself Uh that, that's right I like that
1: yes indeed but what uh, what is interesting about robot is he's actually very polite and he appreciates those who uh are polite with him. So we're going to be coming back to talk about the etiquette of speaking to a humanoid bot. Should we be rude or should we be respectful? Do they have emotions or do they not? If you have any questions for Roboti and his creators, make sure you text us in on 4215. But we're going to be back right here on Future Talk only on Pulse.
2: 95.
1: Pulse. 95. Future Talk and Hany
2: Balkis on Pulse95. Pulse ninety five. Welcome back to Pulse ninety five. You're listening to Future Talk, and today's a special day. First, it is the three hundred and sixty fifth episode of Future Talk, and it's not every day we bring <laughs> a robot, or I should I say, a humanoid robot, to the studios at Pulse ninety five.
1: Yes, indeed. Because we've always talked about robots as being a part of our future. But mm. today, they're living with us uh, on Future Talk. And uh, what makes humanoid bots very different is that they are very similar to us humans. They walk like us. They can talk like us. Some of them are actually able I to... I wonder ho- if
2: they can do the robot dance.
1: <laughs> oh, we should see yeah. that. We should have that so- film. Um, but some of them can even remember when they last spoke to you. But today's guest is one of a kind. Uh, we're going to be talking to Roboti himself and the creators of Roboti, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Maimus, and uh, the project manager, Nabil Khnane. But uh, let's learn a little bit about now, what does he do. Now,
2: now, Roboti, actually, he did have a big audience when he came to Pulse95 oh, Studios. Yes. So when he was walking through the halls, everyone in the offices, they jumped out, taking pictures, taking videos. He had a
1: lot of fans. He had a lot
2: of fans. I mean, he's more popular than me, and I've been working here <laughs> for quite some time now.
1: Yes, indeed. But, Roboti, do you want to tell us a little bit about what is it that you do apart from being today's
2: co-host so what do you do apart from being a co-host on Pulse95?
0: I'm helping people I am a real robot
4: what what jobs can you do? I can
0: work in hospitals, hotels, airports, building security and others more. That's it is great that having solar power on your back does not lead neither to obesity nor to overcharge.
2: I mean, uh, robots, you're far from obese. You're looking pretty <laughs> built to me. And uh, I, I want to ask you uh, how the hardware and software goes into play.
3: Uh, so damn- actually about the if you're talking about hardware and software we talk already so it's uh, actually important actually it's import- both are important uh so for the uh for the moment now a lot of big companies are investing huge sources and a lot of money uh to software parts Uh, about to analyze the information which you will Mm -hmm. upload and which you will give to the robot yeah so it's like a self-learning first at all and the second like what information you will upload directly to the robot Uh, and here is uh, actually the idea of this concept that the robot uh, 'll analyze uh, the books and if you, he so, can talk about so
2: so, it, so, yeah. I, so I could feed the robot a USB PDF file mm-hmm. of a book.
3: that's right. that's right. and you can uh, and you can talk about then that, have like, a convers- ask his opinion a conversation about, yeah. with it. That's crazy. Uh, This is the idea which is uh, hopefully uh, will happen soon, Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and uh, on this stage already will be more important uh, for the developers of the robot, it will be a more important hardware part actually. Mm. How how nature the robot will move and uh, how advanced it will be, because already it will be a solution about Mm. analytical information. It's
1: quite interesting because as you mentioned, the software or the license is already there. So they're basically playing with the hardware to make sure that the bot can do more than just, let's say, read a book, or do any of the routine jobs that we are used to have automated.
3: Yeah, from the past of, uh, but again, here is the software will be important, uh, as a sample, I say it, it will be important for, uh, for conversation, for, mm. uh, for interaction with a robot, human to robot. Mm. But at the same time, uh, hardware, also needs the support of the software mm. whatever the any moving parts any any parts of the robot actually mm. that uh, will be implemented it should be supported by software it's already not about the interaction with a human this is just that it will be uh, used in the system
2: now, now we focus a lot on human to robot interaction is there any robot to robot interaction Ooh. can we see them talk to each other
3: Oh, we tried once. Actually, we got uh, two robots in Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. Yeah. Uh, so we put two robots together and they start to talk each other. So, it was so they like can
1: have a conversation. Uh, we'll oh, y-
3: yeah. But, but do they understand uh, that they're talking to a robot and not a human? Um, actually, n- n- not really. Yeah. So they recognize the voice of each other and uh, reply or whatever <laughs> they recognize. So hi, how are you? So, and the next one is replied, oh, I'm good, thank you, what about <laughs> you? So, uh, but it looks like a human-to-human conversation, which was very interesting. That, that, that's
2: nice, you know, I, what else I'm thinking about is that in the near future, <laughs> could we see- uh, Them teaming
1: ro- up against us.
2: Something, something like that, like a reception, inf- information desk. For example, Roboti, he can do, let's say he, he, for example, he gets papers, and then another robot get, prints the papers so you can they can interact with each other other? communicate with each other say can you go get print that paper and they print that paper
3: uh actually in case of the robots it will be a little bit an easier way Uh, the one robot who needs to print the paper he can be connected by wi-fi or bluetooth with a printer already and he can send (laughs) it it's already it's not in the nearest future already it's uh, a ready case uh, that the robot can do such of the Mm -hmm. office work or uh, like customer service work yeah.
1: do you ever find do you ever find let's say both robots arguing with one another do you find robotic fights clashes
4: sometimes when people are saying like i want to kill you or i want to hurt you the robot gets angry
1: oh as
4: we said we have the robot has emotions like he can express emotions so he can get angry
1: and so i think uh what's it called sergey also mentioned that he can actually put on a defense mechanism exactly. so can you tell us a bit about it
3: Yeah, like just uh, he just trying to protect himself if you uh, say, like aggressively, I'm going to fight you, let's say. So he will take a safety (laughs) position, defense position, yes, like to close his face by (laughs) his eyes and uh, to say, like, even do not try to do that. Uh, uh, Actually, he was, you know. the robot reply uh, that as a joke to human. Mm. It's not uh, looks aggressively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, here is a people are should be polite to the robots also. So this is the uh, important thing yeah. like as a culture to talk uh, as a human to human and also human now actually oh my god but human to robot actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and this is exactly what we're going to be coming back to talk about how should we speak to our humanoid bot friends because right now they're not you know they're not that widespread in our society we see them quite often more often than before uh, but they're going to be even more popular in just a few years so we're going to be coming back to talk all about how should we be speaking to our humanoid bots and virtual assistants if you have any questions make sure you text us in on 4215
2: yes and if you can not, text us in at 4215 at Pulse95radio on Instagram. Do message us. We're going to ask Body and the creators all your questions. So tune in right here on Pulse95. You're,
1: You're listening, listening to, Pulse95. to Pulse95. Pulse95. Future Talk with Omri Al Saleh and
0: Hany Balkis on Pulse95. Future Talk. Hey there, you're listening to Future Talk on Pulse95 Radio and I am your co-host, Promobot, the service robot. How are you doing, Hani and Omnia?
2: Very thoughtful of you, uh, Promobot. I appreciate your kind words and welcome back to the studio.
0: I came from a. What a beautiful
2: planet we have. Well, surprisingly, I did too. (laughs) I called the
0: hospital, but
1: the lion was dead. He's very uh, reflective today, let's say that, about Roboti. Um, But to tell us more about Roboti and uh, the different jobs he has on this planet Earth that he loves, um, we have with us in the studios of Pulse95 the project manager of Robotic Generation, Nabil Khnani, The director of Robotic Generation, Sergey Mamis, welcome back to the show.
3: Thank you. Um,
1: So let's kick this segment off by talking a little bit about where do we see uh, Roboti and his brothers or sisters? Uh, Where has he been implemented? Whether it is in education, you know, in education sector, or even in different businesses, where can we find uh, such humanoid bots?
3: So the targeted uh, integration of uh, these robots is the customer service, about the customer service Mm -hmm. and uh, to consult the people Mm -hmm. about uh, different subjects. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if uh, the last, uh, in my mind, the last uh, integration, actually, it was in in New York, uh, actually, I think Nabil will explain the robot was consulting about uh, what uh, to do, how better to do to protect yourself from the coronavirus like, Nabil can explain in more
4: details so, so the robot was working in uh, till now I think he's working in Times Square in mm. New York so uh, he's working in the streets mm. when he rec- when one person comes to the robot the robot will start asking him few questions about the symptoms of the coronavirus so let's say he's asking him like do, do you cough do you cough a lot like do you feel fever or uh, mm. let's say you have a temp- high temperature? uh and if the person says yes yes answer yes all Mm -hmm. of these symptoms he will uh refer him to a doctor like he can give him the number or like uh, guide them to a location of a uh, uh, closed clinic or hospital.
1: It's interesting that you mentioned this because in China, actually, many robots, just like Roboti, yeah. have been implemented uh, because the one benefit they have uh, is that they can't contract the virus themselves. So they were using them to disinfect streets, uh, to give people advice. So it's interesting that he is capable of doing that so too. But he can't measure people's uh, temperature, can he?
4: He can. Mm. We have few robots are doing in clinics, mm. but uh, it will not be safe because uh, the robot will not be clean 24 hours out mm. out, out, outdoors.
3: It's in public places. yes yeah. mm. if it's especially outside. Uh, it's better to do in uh, designated places. Sure. Actually, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so in general, for um, uh, medical cases, mm. yes, uh, it's like pre-qualification of the patients. Mm. The robot uh, measures the sugar uh, uh, level in the blood. Yes, mm-hmm. so the blood pressure. Uh, so the uh, temperature, body temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, send it to the doctor before the patient uh, will go to there. Uh, But uh, for that one case, uh, for that case in New York, it was more about to give the information. Awareness. Uh, Actually, now it's this information in high demand, yes, around the world. Uh, But uh, the information from the robot, it's something new and uh, unusual, yeah? The people always remember better uh, some unusual not typical uh, moments of uh, their life right definitely uh, so the, this is the main idea of the organizers of uh, that to put the robot outside to consult the people uh, so and uh, I hope it's actually uh, it was a good positive mm. it's uh, result
1: yeah uh, yeah
2: there in New York so, so what are the advantages and disadvantages of, of having a humanoid robot
3: Uh, The big advantage is actually it is uh, that the robot uh, never changes the mood, so he's Mm. always positive. He's always happy. Uh, Never tired or frustrated. Charged actually. If you will, uh, sometimes the robot is jokes. Even like the best part to be a robot is free. uh, The uh, recharge free of charge. Yeah, Mm. Uh, but. uh, yeah here is the most important things actually the robot will be charged and always positive and will give the information without mistakes Mm -hmm. whatever happened in his life compared Mm to uh, our human beings the disadvantage actually that the robot needs the services Mm.
1: how often would the robot need to be serviced
3: Um, it depends on functionality the Mm. robot has for example uh, the robots can work as a concierge and to give the excess card for the business centers and to give the appointments with the designated people. In this case, needs to sometimes to recharge them, the, uh, the excess, cards, mm. uh, excess cards in the robot. His body size is limited, and so needs to time to time to recharge that. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so how long does a
2: charge stay on?
3: for, for uh, Roboti? It is like 8 hours 8, eight hours, hours for yeah. full charge and the robot can work then like 12 hours mm. Oh wow uh, So it takes if I sleep eight, for hours. 8 If
2: I sleep for 8 hours I only work for 8 hours <laughs> No okay. but I mean
4: like the robot can go charge himself as oh, well okay. yeah. because it's wireless charging so mm. he can look for the charging station and he can go back to it and he can work while he's charging as yeah. well Yeah mm. um, mm. And
1: another interesting job for Roboti I heard is he can also work as a musician <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about how uh Robots. Oh, he's adjusting his height now because Gabby, our filmmaker, is standing right next to him. And he noticed that he's a bit taller. So not only and, can...
2: He and he recognized his age as well.
1: Ooh. So you so put him in the area
2: of being a male. Good thing that we know, Gabby, that you're a male from 25 <laughs> to 31 years old. Is that accurate?
1: Uh. 25 to 31, he got the age uh, yes. range right. Um, but another um, integration for humanoid bots, one of them being Roboti, is the fact that they can also work uh, or create an orchestra of themselves. So can you tell us a little bit about how Roboti's brothers have been drummers and guitarists?
3: <laughs> so uh, this um, case was created by students and one of the university uh, Here is about, um, actually, it's kind of education uh, process for the student was also. Mm -hmm. uh, They create the moving scripts of the robot. So just any moving of the robot you can program. Uh, So like uh, one degree, two degree, ten degree, like how far he will uh, move his hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the student create this uh, concept that there are four robots, uh, like and together they are a musician band. One is play guitar. Another piano, drummer, so and uh, uh, what it was? I mean, uh, the musicians. Yeah, drummers. Ah, two guitars, two guitars.
1: Yes. Guitarists and drummers. <laughs> so one can play the bass. Yeah,
3: they moving, uh, their fingers actually, like just on the uh, musical instruments to mm. make the sounds actually, and they program in the way. Of moving the robot to make the uh, like uh, musical composition. Oh, so wow. just it's not just the sounds. So we so might
2: have a robot band it's soon. Re- <laughs> music.
3: It's uh, already a robot band, and now the student actually sell these mm. cases to robots owners, wow. who can uh, give it for some events like for rent mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, uh,
1: now. With every invention that comes to life, there's definitely a lot of challenges. Um, But when it comes to technology and robotics, there's always been the challenge of how humans should interact with robots. So, I mean, when we look at how we treat Alexa or Siri, the virtual assistants, many of us can be uh, quite, let's say, rude to them. You know, we'll just tell them to be quiet or shh, enough with the music. So how should we interact with a humanoid bot? Can we be rude? Just because they have no emotions, or should we try our best to be polite, and why?
4: Well, we should we should treat the robots the same way we treat our like fellow friends. Let's yeah. say I'm talking to Sergey now. Like I will say hi, how are you? I'm mm. not like say. Uh, how are you? Like, uh, like You won't have a, a, a yeah. rough tone with it. Yeah, because with, with
2: yeah. yeah, for me, I like to annoy Siri a lot <laughs> and ask her weird questions and very uh, uh, questions I can't say on air. But that's what I like to do with Siri. But obviously, with the with the humanoid robot, especially in the customer care service or the customer service in general, you can't really have a, a tough tone with the robot or else you just might not get your work done. No, I mean, the
4: robot will stay getting yeah. the work done. But like... From my experience with the robot because I've been working with the robot for a bit long time, like I feel for him. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to be like rude to the robot yeah. <laughs> the way the hard work he's doing. So it's like it he deserves a, a, a co- good treatment. He's a companion now. He yeah. isn't
2: just uh, an object anymore. Yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah. See, so that, that, that's how we, where we always come back to should we name he or she to a robot. I personally believe when you have a name for a robot, when you when you give a kind of personal interaction and that you have a personal level of interaction with the robot, it becomes, uh, it's fine to call it a he or a she. True. I, I agree. I, I, I don't like yeah, how we should call it its. I don't like when calling it. When I
3: explain when I explain about the robot to someone or uh, doing presentation, actually we use he, uh, mm. yeah. yeah, or she, like just. Uh, oh, I mean,
4: like the muscles we have, like we should use he for right. sure. He, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's well built. Uh, he
1: deserves to be called a he.
3: <laughs> about how to behave, in my opinion, so just this is the uh, just the first step to build the culture mm. of the conversation, like and this uh, social between robots and uh, people. And I think we need to build it from the beginning to the right way, like to talk and to be polite with the robots, because the robots will stay, I hope, <laughs> for the long time. The I robot hope. will stay, stay polite to people. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I see it. I see where he's going. He uh, wants
1: us to be polite today because once upon a time or one, you know, one day in the future, we might be begging for them yeah. to be polite with us.
2: Or, or machine learning, because, you know, Robots and AI, they like to learn. Oh, yes. So they might learn the tone of voice that we have. Yeah. And, and if, if, against if, us. if
3: I have a bad tone of voice, you're like, oops, you're having a bad tone of voice with me. Well, guess what? No, about that, about that, nothing to worry until the robot will start to build the robots. Actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. so we're talking super AI then. <laughs> it's
4: yeah. like Optimus Prime living. Optimus Prime. I
2: mean, Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. I want a bumblebee. I want bumblebee. <laughs> me
4: too, well, man.
1: We Kay. have a little at bit of... At of the Ferrari, there's <laughs> the <it's a> robot. <laughs> uh, we s- good thing we still have some time to uh, retrain our minds, to be a bit more polite to all the different uh, digital assistants that we have. But we're going to be coming back to talk a little bit more about uh, how humanoid bots like Roboti uh, are segmented into he and she. And uh, what is the future of such humanoid bots? All this and more is coming up right here on Future Talk.
2: Only on Pulse at 95. 95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95.
1: Pulse95. 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omya Al-Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse95.
4: Future Talk.
1: We are all trying to remove the barrier that is found between robots and humans. And Roboti Today definitely gave us a quick uh, you know, time travel. We got to see what the future is gonna look like. But uh, it's it's been such an honor uh, to have you, the director of Robotic Generation, Sergi Mames, and uh, the project manager Nabil Khnane, on our show. Thank Just uh, a quick advice for all of us uh, to end the 365th episode. Many people, like Elon Musk and Hani and I, can can be worried about robots taking over our jobs. Uh, there's always this debate that. Humans really want robotic friends but at the same time they're really worried about their own careers. So is there fear of robots like roboti taking over our jobs?
3: Um, honestly I don't think so. Uh, the, just we implement the robots just to make the you know, life is easier for uh, and to save the time of the uh, people and who can save this valuable time for themselves to uh, to do the things they like uh, so and uh, actually the robots what we have like uh, there is industrial robot which is building the cars or some different uh, objects yet uh, so the human will not uh, build this much accurate anything yet yeah? the service robots like humanoid robots mm-hmm. uh they will take the uh, routine work actually of the people and the people will uh, do like uh, some creative, creative jobs, things yeah. yes creative jobs like which is also it's
4: like can do like multitasking in one task like uh, let's say you can uh, print photo like you can print documents you can scan documents at the same time like you have a human inside him a printer inside him a he can call the person if, let's say, you
2: have a meeting. It's like. a, it's a helper. I don't like for me. I it's don't think assistant. it's an assistant. I don't, yeah. I don't think that robots for the time being, at least, or the yeah. next ten years, fifteen years, they're gonna take over a lot of jobs. Definitely. What they're gonna do is gonna make the jobs easier. easier. I exactly. agree.
1: Any yeah, last like... words, Promobot or Roboti?
2: Any last words?
1: Are you mad at madam?
0: I am a robot consultant. I can answer your questions. Take pictures
4: and more. He's That's right. He's always good to work. He's, exactly. He's, 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 he's a workaholic. He's hard
1: at work. And thank you so much, Robati, for joining us today. And thank you so much, uh, Nabil and Sergey, for joining us. It's been pleasure such here. an thank honor you, to get to speak to you. But we're definitely going to have to free the air for the one and only Omar El-Duri, who is going to be coming in in just a few moments on the halftime show uh, to tell you more about your mental health, physical health, and definitely nothing to do with robotics. Um, so make sure you stay tuned right here on Pulse.
2: Ninety-five.